The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Bavakamadaf Pei Gimel, and we will begin about ten lines from the bottom of Daf Pei Bey Amid Bey's the two dots. So the Mishnah said, Ein Megadlin Chazirim Bechal Makim. So the Gemara was talking about certain takonas that were made regarding Eretz Yisrael, Yerushalayim. Said the Mishnah, Ein Megadlin Chazirim, you're not allowed to raise pigs Bechal Makim. Only in Eretz Yisrael, Yerushalayim, but regardless of where the Yid lives, he's not allowed to be involved with Chazerim. Says the Gemara, when there was a civil war, a conflict amongst the Beis Chashmoinoi, specifically, it's referring to two brothers, Hurkinus and Aristobulus. Nice Greek names. These were brothers, descendants of. The Chashmonot. So unbeknownst to many, we're all familiar with the Hanukkah story. And the Hanukkah story has a happy ending. But that's not really the ending of the story. What happens is the Chashmonot end up ruling on Klai Yisrael for 103 years. The beginning of their monarchy was Kedas Moshe Yisrael. But it was a short time into the 103-year period where things started to spiral out of control. To the point where Chazal said that if anybody said that he came from base Chashmoinoi, we know that he must be an Eved. The entire Chashmoinoi family was uprooted, they were wiped out, and the primary reason was because so many of them had been inf- influenced by the Tzedukim and the Baisusim, what we would call today Reformed Jews. They had completely, completely given up Yiddishkeit. For further reading, you can read Yosef and Ben Gurion, Josephus, the English version, the Yiddish version. It talks so much about. What went on, the anarchy within the family of the Chashminon. And this Gemara right here, which also appears in the end of Masech Saita, discusses specifically two brothers, Horkinus and Aristobulus. Their father had been the previous king, and they were fighting over the monarchy. Each one wanted to be the king. So says the Gemara, it's a b'raisa. Horkinus and his people were inside of Yerushalayim. The Aristobulus, Aristobulus was outside the walls of Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim was a fortified city. They had no way of getting into the city. Incidentally, there are other places, if you look at Rabbi Kiveger, he quotes the Gemara Menachas and Saita, where the Gears is just the opposite. It was Aristobulus and his camp that was inside. Horkinus was outside. Either way, whether it was Horkinus or Aristobulus, we'll go with our Gears, Horkinus, they wanted to bring the carbon Tamid, the Elas Tamid that had to be brought every morning and every Evening, the problem is they had no way of getting animals. So what they did was they had some sort of barter arrangement with the people outside. So despite the fact they weren't getting along, but business is business. So they would take a kupa, put dinar money inside, bring it down the wall, and they, in exchange, would give them the carbon tomit. They would go bring the carbon tomit. There was an old man, he knew Chachmas Yivanas. We'll see later what Chachmas Yivanas is. So he tells the camp of Aristobulus, as long as the people inside of the wall, Horkinus, and the Chachamim living inside Yerushalayim, bring the carbon Tamid, we're going to be living with this arrangement because there's no way we'll ever be successful in being able to overwhelm them. Because as long as they do the Avoidah, the Avoidah is going to protect them. Lamacha, we have to come up with an idea, we have to find a way to not give them the carbon Tamid. We're literally handing them victory. So the next day, Shul Shalud Dinarim Bekupa, when Horkinus sent down the Dinarim, 
Instead of giving them a carbon tamid, they instead gave them a chazir. As soon as the chazir, the pig, came to the midway point of the wall, not Saparna b'chayma. It took its nails and it stuck it into the chaymas Yerushalayim and his daza eretz Yisrael Abimeis Parsa al Abimeis Parsa. It was something that was considered to be so terrible that the entire Eretz Yisrael shook. At that time, that the they said, number one, So number one, because that's what happened. You see, when the Chazir stuck its Tzipornayim into the Chaymis Yerushalayim, and clearly it was an important milestone that ultimately led to the destruction of the second day Samikdash. But additionally, how did this all come about? Because there was a Zokan Echad, apparently that was integral to the story. So for that reason, when they made the Gzeira, when they said Ar, they said Ar Adam, she lamed as benoi, chachmas yavanis. Falaisa Sha'amru is regarding that Kufa, that there's a Brisa that says, Maisa, there was a story, Shabbat Oimer, that when they brought the carbon Oimer, they had to take the Oimer, me, Ginois Hatsrifen, Fishtealechem, when they brought the Shtealechem, they brought it me, Bikas in Seichel. These were parts in Eretz Yisrael that were far away from Yushalayim. Why do they have to go so far from Yushalayim to bring the carbon Oimer, to bring the Shtealechem? It's because they had nothing available to them. Why didn't they have anything available? because this previous arrangement that was working so well for them, that was something they didn't have. So just three ha'aras on this Gemara. The first ha'ara is that the Zokin Echad tells Aristobulus and his people as long as Klai Yisrael does the Avoida they're going to have a special protection and that's something that's really based on the Gemara Mesechus Megillah the context over there is the Brisbane Absar which we're all familiar with Hashem makes promises to Avram Avram Avinu is getting old he has no children there's a Seder Olam that says that Avram Avinu was 70 years old at the time of the Brisbane Absar so clearly creeping up in age and he still didn't have any children Hashem comes to Avram and he tells Tells him, doesn't just tell him, there's a bris which has the koyach of a shvua that you'll see one day you're going to have a family, you're going to get out to Israel. But before that, certain things are, are going to happen. Omer Avram, in the middle of a Gemara, what's going to be? What happens if Klai Yisrael does a verse? Meaning, I understand you're promising me all these wonderful things, but are there not strings attached? What happens if the Yidin might? Descendants don't behave properly, they do averis. Won't you then feel like you cannot give me what I said I'm supposed to get? I need a haftach, I need a promise that no matter how badly the yidin behave, we're guaranteed to a certain extent that everything is going to play out the way you're promising them. So he told him, No. I'm telling you, no matter what happens, I'll never do Kedara Mabal, Kedara Flogger. You'll always have descendants, how do I know that? He told him, and that's that whole part of the Brisbane Absar. What's happening over there? What's happening is Hashem brought a bunch of animals and he cut the animals. These were all symbols of Avodah. Meaning, as long as the Yidin are going to do Avodah, the promise that Hashem makes to Avram Avinu is going to happen. There won't be a Dara Mabal, there won't be a Dara Flog, and as you see in this Gemara right here, even the Romans, which is what ultimately this story led to, Chorben Bayesheni, even them won't be successful. 
as long as Klai Yisrael does the Avoida. But it's really the end of the Gemara, Masechtis Megillah, which is the important punchline. That's so good while the Beis HaMikdash is standing. What's going to be after Chorim Beis HaMikdash? Hashem told Avram Avinu, There's a Seder Karbonis, as long as the Yidin read the Karbonis, that if a Yid recites the parsha of Karbonis, if he recites the parsha of the Taida, that protection that even the Zokin Echad understood Klai Yisrael gets from Karbon from Karbon Tamid, the Yid gets even if he's just Kaira Lefanai. Whether it means reading the Karbonis, people say Karbonis in the morning, Chsidamar certainly very good about that. Chafetz Chaim in his forum waxes poetic about it. He doesn't understand. People are looking for schoolers. People are looking for eitzes. The school of the tar- of the carbon tamid. I mean, look at the Gemara that we just learned right now. It's the great school of all time. Yet we sort of feel that it's not something we have shaykhs to. It's not true. It's a Gemara. Megillah Lamed Aleph Amad Beis calls man shekoyrim bohen mala niyalem kilo makrivin and certainly the Gemara and then the Menachis if somebody learns say the Kachim but either way this idea that Avoida specifically the carbon Tomet having a, a Koyak to protect is something that's chay bekayim it's something that's alive and well even bismanazah and it Horror number one. Horror number two, an interesting shayel that I saw that Achreidim discuss. So it seems like they had this arrangement, Horkinus and Aristobulus, a business arrangement. Every day, Horkinus would drop money, Aristobulus would give them an animal, they would bring it as a carbon tumult. There's a problem. Because there's a halachim, kachim, that before the Kehanim were able to be makir of the carbon tumult and the base of Mikdash, they had to be mavakir, they had to inspect the animal for four days. There's a halacha bikor. And Bikor Kipshutoi is Ma'akir. It's a Gemara Masech the Sukkah, Daf Membez. Rabbi Yochanan said that if a Koyen, or someone else for that matter, would shecht the carbon Tomit on Shabbos without first doing Bikor, he'd be Chayev Chatos. Because you're not Yoytza, the mitzvah of Akrava's carbon Tomit without Bikor. And if you're not Yoytza, the mitzvah, you were over the Melach of Netilas Neshama. It sounds like from that Gemara, Muschorishan, that because Ma'ak, if the cash is, how could they then have had this arrangement? That they're going to bring the carbon and they're going to be makrivit. What happened to the Allah of Yomim? So some say, no one said that this happened. Maybe they were behind. There was a lag time. There was a four day lag time. So on Sunday, they would be Milo the said. That said that they were Milo on Sunday, they would first bring on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's when they would first be makrivit. Either way, interesting Shiloh that Dachreinim discussed. The Chachmas Yevonis Mi Asira. So there were two Takonis, two Aurors. Aurors, more than just a Xerah, clearly. So one of them was Auror Ha'ishe Yigadol Chazerim, for Auror Odin Shulamidis Bane Chachmas Yevonis. Straight to Gemara, Chachmas Yevonis Mi Asira. Is it in fact also, but Tanya learned to the Bible, so Omar Rebbe, Be'eretz Yisrael, Lashon Sursi. So apparently the Yidin in Eretz Yisrael, in the times of Rebbe, that's the times of the Mishnah, they used to speak. Lashen Sursi. That was the dialect. Rashi's Teisvah says, near it, the Lashen Sursi, who Lashen Arami, the top line in Teisvah, that it's some dialect of Aramaic. There's Lashen Arami and Lashen Sursi. So apparently they were both very similar. But either way, Rebbe said, Lashen Sursi, love. I don't understand why in Eretz Yisrael they speak this Lashen. I have too much better Lashenis for them to speak. Oy Lashen HaKodesh, Oy Lashen Yavonis. Let them speak either Lashen HaKodesh, obvious. Oy Lashen Yavonis, let them speak Greek. But Rebbe Yisrael, Rebbe Yisrael, said, Baba Lashen HaRami, Laman Baba, they spoke Lashen HaRami. That's the other dialect of HaRami. But he too commented, why Lashen HaRami? Oy Lashen HaKodesh, Oy Lashen Parsi, either speak Lashen HaKodesh or speak Persian. But what do you see from here? 
that Rebbe was Teveya, why are the Yidin not speaking Lashon Yevonis? I thought we just said, Arhur Ha'adam Shi'ilamit Espinoi, Chachmas Yevonis, says the Gemara Amri, Lashon Yevoni Lechud, Chachmas Yevonis Lechud. There's a tchiluk between Lashon Yevoni and Chachmas Yevonis. Lashon Yevoni, that's something that's okay. When the Gemara said, He was talking specifically about Chachmas Yivanes, not about Loshon Yivanes. What is Chachmas Yivanes? So we're going to have to wait till the end of the Gemara to see that. Chachmas Yivanes, may I see you referring to Gemara? Is Chachmas Yivanes? Asaf, Amar, Rabbi Yehudah, Amar, Shmuel, Mishum, Rabbi Shimon, Ben Gamliel, Eini, Oilalol, and Nafshi, Mikol, Ben Aisira. It's a Pasuk in Eichel. And it's referring specifically to El Yodam, Haibu, Veis, Abba. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, who of course was the Nasi, descended from the sea, and he said that in my father's family there were a thousand children. And 500, they didn't learn Torah, but they were And from the 1,000 children, these were the survivors, there were only two. But what do you see? That no less in the family of Rav Shimon and Gamliel, they were studying Chochmas Yivonis. I or Adam Shilamides Benoi. Chochmas Yivonis. Amri says, the Gemara Shani based Rebbe Gamliel, Shayikrevim Malchus. Ironically, counterintuitively, Rebbe Shem Gamliel's family, despite the fact they were the Nesian, they were the G'dayli Adar, they were the Manhigim of Klai Yisrael, but they were allowed to learn Chochmas Yivonis. So the Pashat Yid can't, but based Rabbi Gamliel can. And the reason is because they were Kravim the Malchus. They were carved to the Malchus. And for them, it was important to have that ability to communicate Bechach Masyivanis. Ukidetanya. And there's precedence for such a Chiddush already in a It's not clear exactly what Mesaprakumi is, but it's a type of haircut that Chazal frowned upon. And they said, someone that shaves in that manner, not only is it Osir, it's Midarki Amari, it has Shaykhis to Avoid the Zor, Aftumas Baruvain, stating that there was a year that Aftumas Baruvain, and they were matter to be Misaprakuvain. And the reason was, Rebneshu Kor of the Malchus. So you see that they were matter Aftumas Baruvain to be Misaprakuvain. Why? Because it was Kor of the Malchus. It's in that same vein, they were matter based from Shemun Gamliel to learn Chachmas Yavanez because. They were craving Lamalchus. In fact, the Bryce concludes, Shall base Rabbi Gamliel, Etir Lamasapa, Chokmas Yavonis, Mepnei She Kroivim Lamalchus. It's interesting. This idea is brought down in Shulchanarch. I meant to bring Shulchanarch with me. It's here. Redea, Simon Kuf, Ayn Ches, Sif, Cotton Bays. The context of the entire simon is the iser of the b'chukai seyem loy seylechu. Halacha bey says the mechaber. There's a special caveat. Someone that's carved Lamalchus, he drezech by the government, he's allowed to be. Mesapr Kumi, he can learn Chachmas Yavanis, obviously ask your local rabbi, but there are certain Isurim that are related to Bechukai Seim, that will be okay. It's interesting because anecdotally you hear stories about Gedolim that had to be in the White House during Sphira, during the three weeks. They should shave, they shouldn't shave, but either way, they were matter Isurim Deiraisa of Bechukai Seim, for people that were Kreivim Amachas. And then the Taz asks the obvious question, Bechukai Seim, is a Loisase. If it's a Loisase, ain't Koyach Biyad Chachavim Laker Dover Minatoira, Bekon Vase, you'll tell me it's Bekoach Nefesh. If it's Bekoach Nefesh, then it has nothing to do with people that were Kreivim Amachas. Then it would be true for anybody. Any Isser 
you can violate for pekoch nefesh. It doesn't sound like we're dealing with pekoch nefesh. For pekoch nefesh, we don't need a brisa. Pekoch nefesh, we know the halacha. Sounds like that even if it's not pekoch nefesh, these are people that are craving the malchus, so we can, they can be over. These isur, the problem is that isur de raisa. So if they isur de raisa, how do you understand that? It says the taz, you have to say that is sort of a flexible iser. Meaning the Torah gave the chachamim an ability to interpret the and the Chachamim used that license to state that it doesn't apply to people in certain situations, namely where there's an idea of Kravim Lamalchus. So if they're being Oikr Davimanatari, that's not something they'd be able to do. But if the Torah Gufa gave them the Koyach to interpret the say it's sort of open for interpretation of the Chachamim, a little bit of a slippery slope. But if it's open to interpretation by the Chachamim, then already there's certain heterim, and in this case, clearly, that's going to be the het of Nesha Kravimachos. The question is, what's Chachmas Yivanis? Lashon Yivanis Luchod, Chachmas Yivanis Luchod, and it's interesting, this Lashon HaGemara, so based on the Gamliel, he tirulahem lesaper bechachmas Yivanis. It sounds like it was a language, lesaper bechachmas Yivanis. It just wasn't Yidias, sciences, math, etc. It sounds like they were being Masapir. It was a language that they spoke. There was Russian Yavani and its cousin Chachmas Yavanis. What exactly was Chachmas Yavanis? So if you look at Rashi, Chachmas Yavanis, Bnei Palten, HaKrevim Lamalchus Masapirba. Rashi says that the Bnei Palten, the people that were Krevim Lamalchus, they used to be Masapir the Chachmas Yavanis. So it was a royal language. That makes sense then why the people that were craving the Machas had to speak, because they were going to dresach in the parliament, they were going to be with the Melochim, with the dignitaries. How are they going to communicate? So they're going to communicate in the language that people spoke when they were there. So it was a language, but it was a language that was unique to the Bnei Palta. Incidentally, it gives you an appreciation for Lashon HaKadosh. Right? We're not so in tune to things like this. The world's changed a little bit in the last few thousand years. But once upon a time, there was an idea that the Kraven Lamalchos, the Melochim used to speak an exclusive language. These were Bnei Palta and Akraven Lamalchos. Lashon Akadosh is the Lashon that Akadosh Baruch Hu gave Klai Yisrael. We're Bnei Melochim, Mamalchi Rabbonon. So we have this special relationship with the Melech Malchi Amlochim, and we have a special language that we're supposed to speak. The Bnei Palten, HaKreven Lamalchus, used to speak a certain language. That is the Kedusha of Lashon HaKodesh. But either way, that's what Rashi says. It's interesting, the Rambam, in his Pirish HaMishnayis, in the end of Masech Soita, the Rambam there too talks about Chachmas Yivonis, and the Rambam adds one thing. He says that Chachmas Yivonis involved Remazin and Chidois. So it wasn't even a very straightforward language. It wasn't like, I see you speak English, I speak French. It involved Ramazim and Chidois. It had to be a shtickle balpishrin. There were certain nuances that seemed to be nonverbal that were included in what was known as Chachmas Yivanis. One Gemara that came to mind is the Gemara Masechus Chagiga, the Gemara over there discusses Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanani, the great Rabbi Yeshua. It's not Rabbi Yeshua in Shas, was Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanani. Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanani was a 
Korov Vamelech. And there's many Gemaras where he dreads by the Kesar, who's also very, 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 very smart. It's regarding Rabbi Shulman Chananya that the door of the Kesar once said, Chachma Mifuara Bekli Apparently, Rabbi Shulman Chananya wasn't so handsome, but it was really, really smart. And she was very disturbed that a Kaddish Baruch Hu would take something so chashav, your brain, and put it in something like this. So she told him, I want to ask you a question. The expensive wines that your father owns, where does he store them? Doesn't he store them in the wine cellar, in the ground, in Klicheres? Someone like you, you should put it in Klikesev and Klizov. And she went, she told her father. Long story short, the wine ended up spoiling. But either way, that's where Meshul Mechanayim, there's many Gemaras like that, where the Klai Yisrael had Hatzolas from the Meshul Mechanayim, who was a Karvamach. So the Gemara tells one story. We spoke this out, if you remember in Perak, Kate of the Regal, we spoke at an unbelievable Beis Alevi on this Gemara. Meshul Mechanayim, Yahavikoi Bekesev, was once by the Kesev, Achvilea, Hu Apikursa. So there was an Apikurus that was there, and he made a hand signal to him. And the interpretation of the end signal was that you're a member of a nation whose God has turned away from him. Meaning at that point, Klai Yisrael were after Chubim Beis HaMikdash and it was a difficult time to be a Yid. So he hand signaled back No, despite the fact that it may seem that way HaKadosh Baruch Hu is still watching over us. I'm going to case Rabbi Shua. So the Gemara says, the case asked Rabbi Shua, what did you tell him? And what did he tell you? Bishua was able to follow the conversation. This Apikoris wasn't able to follow the conversation. So the Gemara says, Someone who can't understand what Rabbi Yeshua was responding. I mean, you don't understand what Rabbi Yeshua told him. Are you someone that's right to stand in front of the king? I never understood this Gemara. I think this Rambam Pirish Mishnais is the beer in the Gemara. Because these were the Bey Kesa. The Bey Kesa used to speak Chachmas Yavaz. Kachmas Yivanis was b'mashal u'v'chidais. It was b'mashal u'v'chidais. That was the way they communicated. So he told him, point blank, if you can't talk this way, you don't belong there. It was for that reason that he tiru l'beis Rabbi Gamliel l'sapir b'chachmas Yivanis. This was something that apparently was really, really important. Either way, just one final Arab. That is, so we're talking about Chachmas Yivanis. What's halach alamaisi? You'll have to learn Chachmas Yivanis. So the Ramah, in Sinan Reish Memvav, Sivkot and Dalit says that Fashteitzach, you know, you can't wake up in the morning and learn Chachmas Yivanis per se there. That's, uh, that's certainly not recommended. But once somebody's molly crazy, the shasu paiskin, etc., etc., there may be certain ifanim, there may be certain aces where it's going to be mutter. But I just had one hergish. Why is she lamed as benoy chachmas yivanas? What? I can't teach my son chachmas yivanas, but me for myself, I could learn chachmas yivanas. If orra adam she lamed as benoy chachmas yivanas, then it's orra for me myself to learn chachmas yivanas. So why are we emphasizing benoys? I was thinking because it could be like the Ramos says, there's eitzes, there's ways, there's coolers, there's hetayim. It's possible maybe for a person to learn chachmas yivanas. But when it comes to chinuch, you're raising your children. Certainly, you don't want to go with the evid. You don't want to rely on that kula where maybe it's going to be okay. Special emphasis on Benoit because when it comes to his son, Mishnah continued, and the Mishnah said a person is not allowed to raise a dog unless it's kosher b'shal shalois. It's tied down. But if it's an area, that's mukhal asaper. Rashi says, it's an area that is situated between where the Yidden live and where the Gentiles live. So the Yidden need the dogs. Feshmira, then it's okay. So what do you do? You have to tie it down during the day. And you can untie it at night. Tanya, bless I go to the Lord. Hamagadol, klovim, kimagadol, chazerim. 
Wow. The main afkemino, the make him a lev ba'ar. The ar'ar ha'ishi, gadol chazerim, applies not only to a chazir, it applies to a kalav as well. Amr av yeseb ha'menyumi, amr av nachmen, bovel kira smuch l'saper. He said that ira smuch l'saper is okay. Bovel is an ira smuch l'saper, but here gemo, the gemara is not the entire bovel, narda, the city of narda. So there would be okay to have dogs, albeit, in the way that the Gemara said, it's okay. Dorish Rabdu stoidim in Biri. Ubenucha yoimar shuva Hashem riververse alpha Yisrael. It's a pasuk in Beha loischa lelametcha. We learn from this pasuk sheinshkin ashayra. Well known Gemara al Yisrael pachos mishnei alafim the shnei riververse less than twenty two thousand yidden. So the shechina is not shayra unless you have 22,000 Yidin congregated in the same area. How do you know that? River voice Alfei. River voice is 10,000 times 2, so that's 20,000, and Alfei is Elif times 2, so it's 22,000. Says the Gemara, what happens if it was Chasarachas, there were 11,999 Yidin. There was an Isha Mubarez, she was going to give birth and be Mashlim, the 22,000. And a dog barks, and it causes her to miscarry. So apparently dogs were considered dangerous. And just to emphasize the point of how important it is not to raise a dog, realize that by you raising a dog, you could be goyim siluk shechino. How so? If there's exactly 22,000 people, the dog barking can cause a woman to miscarry. The woman miscarries. It's now going to be 22,000. So terrible, terrible things can come from something like this. In fact, the Gemara tells such a story. He eats a dollar some eighth about who bases. It was a woman who went into her neighbor's house to bake. Novach Bakalbas. Her neighbor had a dog. The dog barked. And she got startled. Oh my love, So the Balas Abayas, who lived in that house, the owner of the dog, tells this pregnant woman, don't be intimidated. Because we already removed his dangerous teeth. Meaning it's harmless, this dog. You have nothing to worry. She said, thanks, but no thanks. Which is an expression of saying, take your toiva and you know, just throw it somewhere. The bottom line is, I felt my baby move inside of me. I know I already miscarried. So just a, a story that illustrates that it's possible for a woman to miscarry from raising from a dog. Thus, and Klovim, because it's so terrible, it could cause Siluk Shechina if it's 22,000, and you need that baby to be mashed in the minion 22,000. There's a very obvious Kasha on this Gemara. Again, an often quoted Gemara, but there's an obvious Kasha on this Gemara. Taisi already asks the Kasha, and that is, you need 22,000 Yidin for Hashroes Hashchina. I thought the reason we dive with a minion, the reason you need 10 people to say Kaddish and Baruch and Chazaras Hashats, is because Because when you have 10 Yidin together in a room, you have Hashroes Hashchina. So is it 22,000 or is it 10? And the truth is that to bring out this point best, a Mishnah in Pirkei Yavis, Perigimel Mishnah Vav, Reb Chalafto Ish Kfar Chanan Yoimah. If 10 Yidin sit on the Torah, the Shechina Shoyim. Shenemar, Elohim Nitzah Badaska. I didn't know if even 5 Yidin on the Torah, the Shechina Mishnah brings a pasuk. If one person that learns Torah the Shechina Shaya, and two people, and three people, and five people, and ta- what do you need psukim? If one, then certainly two, and certainly three, and certainly five, and certainly ten. Says the Abarbanel that you see from this Mishnah that there's different levels of Ashoyis Ashchina. There's Ashoyis Ashchina and there's Ashoyis Ashchina. And Ashoyis Ashchina is manifest qualitatively 
on different levels. So one person that learns Torah, there's Ashoy Sashchina. But it's not the same Madriga of Ashoy Sashchina when two people learn. It's not the same Madriga of Ashoy Sashchina when three people learn. It's one, two, three, five, and ultimately ten. But just one interesting Hesaf. I'll read to you a little bit from his Russian inside. The Mishnah stops by ten. It doesn't say, and if twelve people learn Torah, and if seventeen people, it's one, two, three, five, and then ten. Why do we stop Ten says the Abar Benel. The reason is because once we hit ten, that's Shlemus. There's no such thing as more than ten Yidin. Asiri Kodesh, and once there's ten, you can add eleven, like you have an Edus, Trey Kamea. So a hundred Edim is like two Edim because you can't be Moisif on top of two Edim. Once you have ten Yidin, the Kedusha, that Shaira amongst a Yidin. A minion of Yidin, there's no mile of davening with 14 people in a minion over 10 people. Because once you hit Asara, you're done. And he brings it out, he illustrates it with a whole bunch of different points. but he didn't feel like he had to go higher. Lower, yeah. But higher than 10, you don't have. This Gemara would be the obvious order. Tais already asks the Kasha. But in this Gemara, that you see that there is some Madrega in Echos, qualitatively in Ashur Sashkina, even beyond 10, this idea of 22,000. This relates, of course, to Bayesheni. The Gemara says in the Sechtes Yuma, Davchafal, Fabebez, that there were five things that were lacking in Bayesheni that existed during Bayes region. One of the five things is Shechina. There was no Shechina in Bayesheni. What's a Beis Amikdash without the Shechina? The whole Chefzer, so they would ask you, the Metzias of a Beis Amikdash is, it's a Mishkan. It's a basis for Shechina. So what does it mean there was no Shechina in the second Beis Amikdash? The Territ is Avada, there was Shechina. But the Madrega of Shechina that existed Bisman Bayesheni was so inferior to the Madrega of Shechina that existed during Bayes Rishon that it's as if it wasn't the Shechina that existed the Bayes Rishon. The Shechina that existed by the Mishkan. I informed in the beginning of the Kudai we spoke about in the past. The first Tshuva from the Aruch Laner is Binyu Lutzin. A lot of Marmakoymas are Chaim Parshas by Yigash. There's beautiful Marmakoymas on this idea. But the point is that not all levels of Ashroi Sashchina were created equally. There's Shechina and the Shechina. There was the Shechina of the Mishkan, Shechina of Mikdash Rishon, Shechina of Bayesheni. There's the Shechina that comes when ten people and when five people, three, two, one. There's the Shechina of Benucha Yoyim HaShuvah HaShem, Rebbe Vaisal Yisrael. Either way, Zok to Gemara Vaita. A person, Nishbim Liyavonim. So you're not allowed to set up traps in the Yishuv because we don't want you to catch your neighbor's birds. Break the Gemara. So what's the Shear? The Shear is... Mishnah said, "Elam kein hoyer rochet min ayishov lamidris." Freitum yos likuliai. Do these yoinim travel so far? They're going to go thirty risks. That you have to be so careful within that perimeter not to have these traps. What time we learned to the Mishnah? Marchikines ashoivach min ayir chamishim amo. That you have to make sure that your shoivach is fifty amos away from the city because we don't want your birds, your Yoinim to be too close to the city because they're going to 
cause damage. But how far from the city do they have to be? That's enough. Because it seems like they don't travel more than Chamish Mamma. So, Alkham, when it comes to the Allah of in person Nishvi, now let us say traps, but you may catch those, it's a different Allah. But why here do we assume they're going to travel Lamed Ris, which is a lot further than the Chamish Mamma that we assume in that Mishnah in Mesachtas Bava Basra says, the Gemara Amr Abaya Mesha Chaiti Tuba. No, you want to know how far they go, they go far. But they don't go 50 Amis without um, filling up their stomach, without a rest stop. So, there's a concern they may travel. But what's the issue of them causing damage? They're going to be hungry. They're not going to eat 30 risks from where they are. Because between here, so between here and 30 risks, they're going to figure out a way to eat. So, you have to be concerned. Beyond you don't have to be afraid. We learned in another bride. In the Yishuv, even Maya Mill. So, what is it? Lamed Ris? Is it Maya Mill? Yishuv Kromim is different. It's not talking about a yishuv of crumb vineyards. Rabbi Omar, they like to drink. The yishuv shayvachim. It's talking about there were a lot of shayvachim. So there's a shayvach and a shayvach and a shayvach. So it's not like there's no land. There's nothing in between you and the mayor mill. If they're jumping from shayvach to shayvach, then already even mayor mill. But fake the table Then why do we care about the first shayvach that's mayor mill if there's shayvachim that are closer than? It's anyways usher because of the shoivach that's closer. So then Viter, what's the shear of Meyamil? Says the Gemara, three truths. He's talking about those other shoivachim belong to Evdi Kechavim. So we're not concerned that maybe the bird is going to damage and eat from that for because you only have to be concerned if it's a shoivach that belongs to a yid, not if it belongs to a guy. The one that belonged to a yid was very far away. So to the extent that there are shoivachim in between, even though there are shoivachim for which you don't really have to be worried, still it's going to be so again, there's no issue with those today I myself own them. So the Bala Yoyna owns them, so he doesn't have to be worried about his own Shaivach. But if there's somebody else's Shaivach, may a mill away. And there's Shaivachim in between. In that context, you have to be concerned. Just one interesting thing, and this is really a sugya that Metz um, Hashem will learn together at the end of the Mesechta, the sugya of Gezalakim. It sounds like from here that Gezalakim is mutter. Shaivachim, Shalev de Kechavim, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about Shaivachim, Shalev de Kechavim. Gezalakim, Gezalakim is also. So some say it's because this Isser is not a real Gez. We don't know if there's going to be a Gezalakim, like you're saying. It's all Gezal de Rabban. But more than that, it's based on a Mishnah in the Sechtas Gittim, where the Mishnah says that if somebody steals somebody else's bird, it's Aser, Mepnedar Kisholam. The reason is because you can't really be koino or yoino. So being that you can't really be koino or yoino, you don't have a real bailus deiraisa. If you can't, you don't have a bailus deiraisa. If somebody else takes it away from you, he's not a gazan deiraisa. He's only a gazan derabbanon. Oh, gezel akum bidirabbanon is mutter. Is that a lochel amaisa? So it's a machloikis. Sma and gro. Shulchan aruch, shemishpat, sim and shin ayin. The context over there is actually a very interesting context. It's talking about being mesachik bekuvya. So you let it be mesachik bekuvya. You let it Gamble. So uh, the question is, Masachi Bekuvia, you know, is possible Eidos. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're not allowed to be Masachi Bekuvia. Because the reason Masachi Bekuvia is possible Eidos, Pashup Shat, is because he's not Oisik Bishu Vishaloylam. Someone that's not Oisik Bishu Vishaloylam is someone that's going to be possible Eidos. But either way, the Machaber, based on the Shittas Rambam, says that a Masachi Bekuvia is possible Eidos, Midirabonon, because he's a Gazlan Dirabonon. So if two people make a bet, Ruvain and Shimon, Ruvain wins the bet 
Shimon loses the bet, Shimon pays up. When Ruve takes the money from Shimon, he's considered a gazlin de Rabbanon. It's based on the sugis of Asmachta, because Shimon doesn't really want to give the money. He never intended to give him the money. He doesn't have real das when he gives it. He's giving it over now begrudgingly. Ruve has a din of a gazlin de Rabbanon. Says the sma, the Mechabit says, that even though you're not allowed to be Masach, the Kuvi is only with Yit. With a guy, it's okay. You know why? Because it's Gezel Akon. By a gzela de rabbanon, because masachi the kuvi is not gzela de raisa, it's only gzela de rabbanon. Being that it's only gzela de rabbanon, it's for that reason that by akum it's not going to be a problem. The goyin argues vehemently. The goyin says that when he was davening nifla, the goyin says that the reason he allowed to be masachik. The kuvya with a non-Jew is because even though it's gzela, but at the end of the day, the nigzal is giving the davar hagazel. To the Gazlan, pick up on it. He's handing it over. He's giving him the money. We're making Cheshbonus. That despite the fact that he's giving him the money, he doesn't really want to. Asmachtali Kanya, whatever. But the point is, he's giving it to him. It's not the Ganev. It's not the Gazlan. He's literally handing it over to the guy. Chazal with Meshire, that it's still considered a Maisek Zela, albeit Medir It's for that reason it's Kavinah. Says the guy, I have a Raya from a Parshan the Torah. That although Gezel Akim is Aser, but if the guy would give the Yid, the Dover Agazel B'yadayim, even though it's deemed Gezel, so it's going to be okay. You know what Israel is? Ribis. Because the Gemara says in the beginning of Perakei Zeru Neshech that Ribis is Gezel. It's a Sif Cotton Hilchas Gezel. So if someone borrows money or lends money by Ribis, when he collects the money, in addition to the Isurim that he's over with regards to Ribis. There's also an Isaac. In fact, the Gemara asks Akasha, why do I need a parish of ribis? But either way, you see that when someone is Malva Beribis, he's a Gaza. Yet, you're allowed to be Malva Beribis to a non Jew. Says the guy, what's the shot? If Gezelakim is also, it's a Dalmine, the parish of ribis. What happened to a Sigzo? A Sigzo passes even for a guy. The Territ says, because ribis, even if it's Gzela, but uh, Loiva is willingly giving over the Dovera Gazel, so to speak. To the Malva, it's a Gzela where he's giving it to him over Bekavana. Gzela Bekavana is going to be Mutter by. So the Smash said that Masachi Bekuvi by Goy is Mutter because it's Gezelakum de Rabbana. Chavu never goes around Gezelakum. The Goy says it's not Muchach from this halach and Shulchanarach. Either way, this Sugi maybe is a little bit of a raya that Gezelakum, when it comes to Yisur de Rabbana, is going to be okay. Hadrun Aloch Merubah. So the next Perik, Perik Achoyvul, is a lot easier, a lot lighter. Every parak in Shas is a lot easier and a lot lighter than parak Meruba. It's a classic parak. The boys are ready in yeshiva, fifth grade, sixth grade. This is one of the first parak and first gemaras that kids usually learn. A beautiful parak. Zok the Mishnah. So really, it can use a little bit of an introduction. We'll save that for tomorrow. If someone is chayvul b'chaveiroi, so till now we've been talking primarily about the arba of his nizikin, hashorva, bara, mavavahever, where someone has something that he owns or a bar that he dug, and it was masik. So the is that you're responsible for this game moment. Additionally, we've spoken a lot about an Adam HaMazik, a person himself who damages, but he damaged somebody else's possession. Perik deals uniquely about someone who damaged somebody else. So he was Mazik someone else. And for whatever reason, the terminology that's used is not Mazik, like you have throughout Masechta's Bavakama, but it's Chayvel. So Chayvel means where Ruven is Mazik Shimon. Not Shimon's possession, not his shor, but Ruven is Mazik Shimon. The Allah is that whereas ordinarily the Arba'ovitz and Zikin have to pay the damages that they cause, they have to pay what we know as Nezek. Chayvel Bechaveiroi is upgraded. He has a lot more issues that he has to deal with. Chayvel Mishum Chamishadvar. The Nezek, Bitsar, Beripoi, Besheves Uboishis. 
Translation, Nezek means the damage that he caused. Tsar means he has to reimburse him for the pain that he caused him. Ripoy means he has to pay his medical expenses. Sheves, any, pay time, any time off that this person had to incur, now becomes pay time off. He has to pay for it. He has to give him disability. Ubaishas, and if he caused him busha, because he embarrassed him, he would have to reimburse him, give him some sort of mumbling to reimburse him for the busha that was incurred. If Ruvain made Shimon blind, or he chopped off his hand, so we don't have slaves anymore. But once upon a time, how much is a person's hand worth? Well, it's very simple. Go out into the shuk. If you wanted to sell this person, how much money would you get for him? With a hand, and how much are you going to get without a hand? That difference is obviously the hazard that was caused. That's what you have to give it. The sham kama hoya yafa, the kama hu yafa. You pay the difference. If you cause him any pain, even if there was no chavala, even if there's no nez, you didn't chop off his hand. So how do you assess pain? That's a little bit more complicated. Because you ask a person, how much money would I have to give you for you to be willing to incur this pain? So, person will say, for $100, no. A million dollars, yeah, certainly. Everybody would take, depends on what the pain is, obviously, what the context is. But that's how you determine the number. You find out what is a person willing to take to endure this pain. That is now the value of the tsar, and that's what the Chayvah B'chaveri has to pay. Ripoy, he called Chayv L'Rapoysa, Rabachonah's famous Chakira. Ripoy, is it a Chayv moment? Or is there just a din? Go, let's say I'm a doctor and I was Do I have to, can I just heal him? Can I say, let's come to me, I'll do the operation. Chances are the person doesn't want anything to do with you. Or can you say, no, absolutely not. I have my family doctor, my specialist in Manhattan. I want to go to him. I'm not interested in, in you doing it yourself. Is it a chi of moment or is it just a chi of mimirap? We'll speak about that tomorrow, maybe the next day. Either way, what happens if after Shimon was healed, so there were issues, there were complications. If it was Machmas, the original Hakkah, if it wasn't Machmas, the Machmas, Potter. What if he healed, there were no complications, and then later the issues re emerged? But if we can determine, we're doing a, a, a medical evaluation, and we find out that this person is 100% cured, and then sometime in the future, Symptoms come back at that point in the because we could assume that it's no longer machmas hamaka. Sheves, how do you determine Sheves? Again, Sheves is disability. This is an interesting halacha. You can't say that if the person was an attorney and he was making X amount of dollars a year, okay, so I bill $500 an hour. I'm going to lose a thousand hours because of my disability. So it's a thousand times five hundred. That's what your invoice is going to look like. So you don't have to do that. And the reason you don't have to do that is, is because once you pay nezek, that's really nichlal and nezek. The fact that this person now is incapable of doing what he was previously able to do, so that we assume that it's included in the nezek payment. What you have to do is, is you have to assume that even though you already paid nezek, but at the very least, this person would be able to get a, meaning you already gave him the money that he lost as a result that he can't be an attorney charging $500 an hour. But there's a smaller job that maybe he would have been able to do that he can't do because of the chavala that took place, such as he could be a shamer kishuim, he could be a, a security guard for cucumbers, whatever. But the point is, there's something that he can do. If he can't do that now, you have to give it shavas. So we assume that then that was not nichlal in the nezek, that's the additional shavas.
Got it? Either way, and each one of these are going to be expounded on in the Gemara. Says the Gemara quickly. How could you tell me that if someone is you start pulling out your credit card and you make payments? Doesn't the Pasuk say, we all know the Pasuk. In fact, it says in two contexts in the Torah. We'll go into it more tomorrow. But it says an eye for an eye. Doesn't it sound literally? No. Because it doesn't mean ayin mamish. Tanya will into the brayso. I would have thought that if Ruve makes him blind, so his punishment is he becomes blind. And incidentally, what's the precedence for this type of idea? There is a concept of an eye for an eye. If Ruven kills Shimon, Ruven's chayv misa. He doesn't pay mom into Shimon's family. He doesn't pay kaifer. What he does is he himself gets killed. So the concept of ayin tachasayin literally does exist. It exists in the context of Ritzicha. So how do you know that it doesn't exist in the context of Chavolah? It says Maka Adam. There's Chiyuvim if Ruven is Chavol B'chaveroi, if he hits Shimon. And there's Chiyuvim if he's Maka Behemoth, if he hits Shimon's animal. Ma Maka Behemoth L'tashlum. Just like if you hit a Behemoth, it's L'tashlum. And that's obvious. Af Maka Adam L'tashlum. Vin Nafsha Cholomer. Bryce continues. And if you're going to ask Akash on what I just said, Harei Yoyim, I have a second passage. It says like, Sikhu Koifer L'nefesh Ritzeach, Asheru Rosho L'amus, L'nefesh Ritzeach, I Ato L'keach Koifer, Aval Ato L'keach Koifer, L'roshe Eivorim Sheinim Chayzerim. So you can't take Koifer for Ritzeach. But if somebody is Mazik, and even if he's Mazik, he's Chayvod, Roshe Eivorim. These are like the really important Eivorim. Sheinim Chayzerim, even over there, the halacha is that it's not going to be an eye for an eye, but rather there, it's not Loisikhu Koifer, it's Sikhu Koifer. So that at the end of the day, it's a moment in Stigat Hashlumen. Either way, we'll continue with this tomorrow.